0: Hey you, welcome to the Christian Life Coaching Podcast for Weight Loss. I'm so excited that you are here. Hey you, and welcome to the podcast. So excited to bring this episode to you. So let me tell you a little bit about what inspired this. So in recent weeks, I've had a lot, many new clients coming to me. Um, I've also been doing many more. I've been doing a lot of market research where I've been doing these little um, mini coaching sessions for 15 minutes. Um, And if you're interested, I've got a free, I've got a few free 15 minute spots on my calendar that I'm still doing. God has just put it on my heart to do it. So if you're interested in something like that as a podcast listener, you need to get a hold of me um i'm i'm not sharing it publicly out to the world that i'm doing this so if you are interested you need to take advantage of this offer because it's available to you right now you need to get a hold of me if you follow me on social media let me know that you listen to my podcast um and let me know that you know you're interested in the 15 minute um you know, coaching session with me and I will help you to get unstuck, get out of your way in weight loss. And so that's kind of where today's episode came from. It was sponsored by, um, brought to you by what I'm learning as I'm, as I'm talking to new ladies to my sphere of influence. And what I mean by that is, um, you know, a lot of people have a hard time making the connection to how does, how does Jesus help me to lose weight and say no to food? And it's really been expansive for me, it's been eye opening for me to experience these new clients, because it helps me to see my own spiritual blind spots of, um, you know, because I know all these things now, and I teach all these things. And I'm, you know, coaching on a daily basis that I don't always share these things, that when they ask these things, I'm like, Oh, yes, there are people out there that still need to hear. There are people that still need to hear. And so, That's something I want to talk to you about. Um, So how do I want to start this? Okay, so I'm just going to, I don't even know yet what I'm going to title this podcast, because as I'm thinking through what's on my heart, I can see that there are so many things I could title this as, because in this episode, I'm going to give you like spiritual weight loss, a spiritual weight loss recipe. I'm going to give you the keys to your weight loss. I'm going to show you the key that unlocks the door to being obedient, right? I'm going to give you, um, I'm going to reveal to you what it is that Jesus had that enabled him to be so profoundly obedient that you need to start modeling in your life. Woo! Just hit my mic. I'm sorry. That you need to start modeling in your life in every area. And so this only came as a result of me, you know, having been blessed with an opportunity to meet with these new women, these precious people. Who I can't wait to just pour into in this next season of our of our lives together so I digress let me dive into this so really what I want you to walk away with today is that there are several things that you must understand about your weight loss journey and these things are profoundly spiritual and these are the things that will lead you to your physical transformation your transformation that can only take place from the inside out And these are, these are all of the things that are in your heart that make up your desire for physical transformation. And so, okay, so no one in the world, no one in the world of dieting, when I was trying to lose weight, who was, you know, a coach that I was following or that I was paying, you know, for, for three months, I paid her $500 a month and I did absolutely nothing, but I digress anyhow no one in the world of dieting ever said the things that I'm about to share with you, okay? It's very likely that the reason that nobody is saying what I'm about to share with you is because nobody who was, like for me, when I look back, nobody who was helping me on my weight loss journey was in the word more than they were in the world. And so I want you to know that me as a Christian life coach for weight loss, everything I teach you that will free you is based on God's word. And because of that, i'm I'm so profoundly confident like i'm I'm certain and I'm prayerful and I'm hopeful and i'm profoundly spiritually optimistic that this podcast episode could change your life, and the reason for that is because it's profoundly biblical, it's spiritual, it's deep and it's profound, and I believe it's going to touch and minister to somebody's heart today. It could be the change that you need if you will just believe everything that I'm sharing with you. And I encourage you, if you're somebody who likes to take notes, you might want to take notes on today's episode. I'm just, I'm going to be sharing a lot of scripture with you. And so I encourage you to take that scripture and look it up for yourself, right? And make sure that everything I'm sharing with you is in alignment with the word of God, because it is, and it is power. And if you couldn't get unstuck and out of your own way in your own power, I'm going to show you the power that you need that is outside of you. So God brought to my attention this week, as I was reading through my Bible, like I, I'm in a Bible study While while I was going through my Bible study, he brought to my attention about how Jesus suffered. And you know, immediately like the chatter in my mind was, well, duh, right? Like we all know, we saw the crown of thorns. We saw the crucifix, we we know all the things, right? I mean, I know he suffered, but when he suffered, he also did something that we should be doing. And his suffering wasn't just on the cross. He lived a life of suffering. He did something we all need to do. When he was suffering, he prayed. He prayed and he pleaded He prayed and he pleaded with the one who could rescue him. Let that sink in. Jesus suffered and when he suffered, he pleaded with the only one who could rescue him. He knew. So what do you know? And what do you do when you feel suffering in your flesh? Do you trust the suffering and run To like, what will relieve your suffering in the moment? What do you run to? Like, what will take your pain away immediately? And I want you to think about this, right? Because my job as a Christian life coach is to expand you, to grow you, to help you to become stronger. What could be different in your beautiful life right now? What could be different if you leaned into the suffering instead of running from it? What could be different if you leaned into the suffering and you allowed it? to be the very thing that transformed you, what, what do you run to, to rescue you? Like, and, and for that matter, like often when you run to this thing, it's the thing that you really need to be rescued from because, and quite honestly, for a lot of you, what you need to be rescued from is yourself you very likely have things that are in your life right now that you are running to that you trust to rescue you. But what things, what rescue team that you've assembled in your life must you begin to abandon and break up with because it, because it is the very thing keeping you as seeing yourself and your solutions as your own rescue team. It's how we become our own savior, how we stop even recognizing the need for Christ in our lives every day, where we don't even see how we come to the edge of ourselves and need Jesus and meet him at our edges. So what could be different? What if what could be different if God were the one that you ran to when you needed to be rescued? Like literally think about that. Hit pause on the podcast right now and think about that right? Because that could be your ticket to freedom right there. Like, even if I go on thinking about, you know, Hebrews 5, 8 and 9, I think it's only 5, 8 and 9. 5, 8 and 9. These are the scriptures that tell us that when Jesus was suffering, that he prayed and he pleaded to the one who could rescue him from his suffering. I mean, that's obviously a paraphrase. And even more, I want you to hear this. So make sure that you're paying attention right now. When Jesus did this, this is power. God heard his prayers. And the reason that God heard his prayers, the reason, get ready for this. The reason that God heard Jesus's prayers when he prayed and he pleaded for rescuing is because of Jesus's deep reverence for God. His reverence, His intense, profound respect, and His profan- his intense, profound love for God. And so let's park the car right here and let's chat about this for a minute. Because far too often, all of us, right? Like we as humans, we can't and sometimes we won't. We won't do what we should because we have we have reverence but it's a deep reverence to all of the familiar things that we run to in our lives the things that we you know keep not even realizing that are mastering us we keep running to the things that will rescue us because it's the easiest thing whatever appeals most to our senses that's the things we re- that's the thing we revere the most right and like we run to our flesh or our our youthful our use youth, <laughs> our lustful urges that keep us in reverence just to ourselves. Can you see that? Keep us in reverence to whatever it is that we desire in our flesh. I mean, think about, I want you to think about this when you, maybe nobody's ever taught you this, but I want you to think about how lust is profoundly selfish. And that most of us are led by the lust of our flesh, the selfishness of our sin nature. But Jesus, Jesus had deep reverence for God. And that means he had profound and intense respect and love. And love is selfless. It gives. Jesus had deep, like had a deep love and a selfish character within him. And that was the thing that enabled him to have profound reverence for God over reverence to his flesh, to his circumstances. Does that make sense? So like, think about yourself to what do you have deep reverence to? And can you see how it is profoundly self-serving? And further, I want to expand your mind. Like what could change if you released it and you focused on giving your reverence specifically and completely to God? Like, what if you revered God and His will and His agenda and His desires for your life more than you revered your will and your agenda and your moment-by-moment desires for your life in the day-to-day? What could be different? I mean, think about it. God heard Jesus' prayers because of Jesus' deep reverence for Him. Quick commercial break, and then I'll come back to talk about the the condition of his heart. Hey you, really quickly, I want to invite you to, you know, lean into Christian life coaching for weight loss. Maybe you have a meal plan chosen. Maybe you're just struggling with self-sabotage and temptation, and you need somebody to help you to renew your mind and to break up with the wrong habits. If that's the case, I encourage you to get into my proximity coaching. So many women have come to me and said, can I do proximity coaching for just one or two months to get unstuck? I don't need a lot. I don't need the seekers method or I don't need the comeback. And the answer is absolutely. Absolutely you can. I encourage you to follow the link in the show notes and to sign up for proximity coaching. Let me know that you only want it for 30 days or for 60 days. It's 137 a month. Normally when women work with me for 3 to 5 months at a time in my VIP coaching, it's anywhere from 297 to 497 a month. Proximity coaching is the way that you can get closest proximity to me. To step into your mind renewal, to step into your transformation, to get unstuck and to release self sabotage on your weight loss journey. Don't wait for this. This will fill up. It fills up all the time, and it's my favorite way to coach you. Get into proximity coaching now while you can. All right, back to the show. God could totally see the motive of Jesus' heart and that Jesus had a pure heart. Jesus's deep reverence for God, his devotion to God was in his heart and God knew the condition of his heart and he saw it and that's what he responded to. And because of how Jesus lived his entire life, how he had a great reverence for God over even his own flesh, over his own wants, for his desires for relief, right? Because he lived with such devotion like so profoundly selfishly his devotion to God, and he honored God, God heard his prayers. This is available for you right now. So what if God is not hearing your prayers on your weight loss journey because of the way that the ways that you are revering your flesh more than him? And what could change if you, if you actually revered God more completely in the ways that Jesus did? what could your life look like if you were to humble? Like if you were to live in supernatural, unusual humility, and you began to not only, you know, just humble yourself and submit to God's authority in your life, but then if God began to not only hear your prayers, but to answer them and to empower you and to equip you, how could that change your life, right? Like Hebrews 5, 8 says that even though Jesus was God's son, that Jesus learned obedience from the things that he suffered. Let me say that again. (laughs) Jesus learned obedience from the things he suffered. Write that down somewhere. Let that sink into your head, into your heart. Let that be part of your mind renewal. Jesus didn't have disobedience to even correct, yet he profoundly modeled it and he learned it through his suffering. He is your example. And he is the only one that you should be imitating. I want you to know this right now. Nobody ever said this to me on my weight loss journey, but you can expect transformation. You can expect to have transformation if you would just selflessly humble yourself and model Jesus' example instead of perpetually walking in what feels right, doing things self-righteously in pride. I mean, Jesus modeled humility and submission there it uh, okay there there is simply there is no obedience without humility and submission there is no transformation without obedience there is no obedience without suffering there is no there is no transformation available to you without breaking up with the old ways that you've conformed to the patterns of this world there is no mind renewal unless you break up with those patterns there is no Knowing the perfect will of God in your life, even through your weight loss journey, without breaking up with your old ways, without renewing your mind to God's ways, without understanding that this is the way to your transformation. Is that making sense? Your transformation is available to you right now. It's in you right now, but it's in seed form. God is expecting you to appropriate your faith and walk through the journey of your salvation toward your sanctification for his glorification. But you've got to do hard things. The hard work that you do every single day is the very thing that will bring the transformation that is currently residing within you. It's available to you. You just have to bring it to life. You've got to stop running from the suffering. You can't run from the difficult things when it's hard and expect to create the right fruit in your life. Right? I want you to see that hard things are the way to your transformation. You're not going to be transformed in the easy. That's what got you here. Hard is the way to transformation. So what little bit of suffering do you constantly trust that is not good and therefore you run to perpetual relief so to avoid and stop the suffering? This is everything I teach you when you work with me, whether it's in proximity or Christian weight loss radio or the thinner circle or whatever. I mean, can you see how the hard things, the suffering, is what is refining you and changing you and what will perfect you and equip you and prepare you. I mean, think about this. Jesus's story would not have transformed your life had he quit when he was weary, had he quit every time things were hard. And he started to trust the weariness and he started to, like, he began to feel the suffering and trust the suffering in his flesh through all of his physical senses. No, he modeled suffering for you. He has told you in his word to expect it. Suffering is the bridge that will take you from where you are in bondage right now to where you want to be in freedom. If right now, listen to me, if you desire to be transformed, if you desire to be transformed physically, you have got to expect that your character is going to need to be developed through all of the spiritual and emotional work of the renewing of your mind. That's why I work with you for 100 days, 104 days in the Seekers Method, because this process takes time and weariness happens. But this transformation as much as it's spiritual and emotional, it's only going to happen as you perpetually do the right things that are going to be required of you to renew your mind. And this only happens because of the suffering. Because the suffering that's the very thing that develops your perseverance to continue to do what is right, versus what feels right, because of your daily circumstances of your life, you're you need to see this right now your your current character is too small, it's too little. It's too weak. Your current character isn't strong enough to persevere to the transformation that you are desiring, that you are hoping for. And so the things that I'm sharing with you right now, they could totally change your life if you will trust what I'm telling you. Romans 5, 3 and 5 is literally everything I just shared with you over these last few minutes, John 15, 20 says, and I'm going to paraphrase it because it's off the top, but it says that Jesus said his people would follow his footsteps and that they would suffer. You are his people. You're his person. When do you ever suffer? And what do you do when the slightest bit of suffering comes? And what could happen If Jesus were your example and you began to embrace the suffering through him, through Jesus who strengthens you. So that you could start doing the hard things through Christ who strengthens you instead of just doing the easy things through yourself. That's just weakening you. Because here's the thing about Jesus. He strengthened you to do the hard things, not the easy things. You know, nobody ever taught me that. In fact, nobody ever taught me to embrace the suffering on my weight loss journey. Nobody ever said that. Right? Nobody. Nobody's ever said that. Nobody ever said that to me. Nobody ever showed me how to or, or when to, for that matter, or why it was important to humble myself and walk into the storm, into the storm of difficulty, looking for Jesus's power to empower me and to enable me and to weather it. Nobody ever taught me how to submit repeatedly to what was right despite, right? Let that be a Christian life coaching for weight loss question for you. What is right despite? Despite and those of you on christian who subscribe to christian weight loss radio incidentally for pennies a day you know what you know you know what right despite means that means how do, okay um, that means when you know what is right in your spirit despite what you feel in your flesh so start practicing coaching yourself what do i know is right despite what i'm feeling right now what do i know in what do i know is right despite what I feel. Nobody ever taught me how to coach myself. Nobody ever taught me how to yoke with Jesus so that I could be transformed. Nobody ever showed me the importance of obedience and spelled it out so completely as I'm spelling it out for you right now. Nobody ever revealed to me that obedience is the way through. Because God cares about your transformation. Incidentally, that's Galatians 6.15. Nobody ever said that suffering is the selfless acceptance of transformation, right? The exchange that you make in your flesh for the freedom to live in the spirit. Nobody ever showed me how perseverance would be the thing that I would need that would deliver me from my yo-yo dieting my quitter mentality. I mean, God assures you that after you've suffered for a little while, that he will restore and confirm and strengthen and establish you. And this is straight from First Peter 5, 1, no, yeah, First Peter 5, 1 through 10. But if you want to be restored, if you want your health restored, if you want to be strengthened so that your health can be restored, so that weight loss becomes a byproduct, then you've got to endure the suffering. And the suffering that I'm talking about on your weight loss journey isn't like some weird starvation, no. This is you breaking up with the ways that you've conformed to the wrong patterns. This is you embracing that the fact that you need to renew your mind. The suffering that I'm talking about on your weight loss journey is the crucifying of your flesh that I teach you to do day by day in the Seeker's Method. It's the prioritizing of your life in the right ways according to what, in, what eternally matters instead of just what matters in every single moment that you're feeling in your life because the world tells you to place value and importance on it. I mean, everything I'm sharing with you is just Matthew 6.33 to seek first the kingdom. The suffering that I'm talking about is recognizing that within you, you have a spirit of power and of love and of self-control right? That's straight from 1 Timothy. But you have, you have within you right now, I want to say this too, you have within you the ability to show self-restraint so that you can live a life where you have the physical fruit of self-control that proves you are walking by the Spirit. But it only happens when you stop walking in your flesh, when you stop allowing your flesh to master you. It only happens when you do what God's Word says And you start walking in the fullness of your faith and you yield to walk in the spirit. This is your way out. This is your recipe for life gain in Christ. This is where weight loss becomes a byproduct. This is the recipe for your weight loss because the recipe for your weight loss is just simply humility, like supernatural, profound humility that even calls for God's grace to humble yourself that low. It, the recipe for your weight loss is, is humility and submission and perseverance and suffering and endurance and God's grace and trust and hope. And you do all of this in faith. So begin to practice your faith. Not practice walking in your flesh. Begin to revere God and what he is doing to develop you and your Christian character for his glory more than how you've been revering revering your feelings and running from the suffering for your own glory so that you can honor your desires more than honoring God with the transformation. Be transformed. Start imitating Christ. Stop imitating the world. Start turning to the one who, who actually can rescue you when things are hard. It When you do this, He will give you what you need versus you living a life where you just keep getting only what you want in the moment. Live for the kind of life where God will hear your prayers because of your complete heart reverence for Him versus your partial reverence for Him that is divided between also your partial heart reverence for your flesh, for the taste of of the food, for the ease and comfort of drive-through. Be willing to be transformed. God can't transform you without your partnership. You've got to lay down your perpetual, perpetual willfulness. Be willing to be transformed. Pursue obedience as you practice yielding to the Holy Spirit and being Spirit-led. God responds to his obedient children, right? That's not something that Sherry Capilla is making up. That is literally Romans 5, 7. Choose obedience despite the fact that it comes with suffering. I want you to see that disobedience comes with consequences. The old you can't become the new you without this exchange. Can you see that? The new you cannot the new you cannot even be recognized. Like you can't even step into the new woman you're becoming until your habits are changed, until your desires are changed, until you are made stronger along the way. I hope you're able to see that now. You, like you won't even recognize, you can't even step into who you're becoming until you are made stronger along the way, but you will not be made stronger along the way unless you position yourself to suffer, to be made stronger. You will not become the new version of yourself until you learn to recognize just how much you need Christ's power within you. You will not step into your transformation while your faith is in your flesh or your circumstances, right? You will not, you will not experience that transformation while your life keeps yielding to the mastery of your flesh so it isn't it is time for you to embrace the suffering not for what it's taking from you but for how god is using it to give you what it is that he knows you need in your life in order to be transformed suffering suffering just suffering will it's going to require so much of you so start choosing to obey despite how much it comes with the suffering it's okay the exchange that happens in your suffering is your deepened faith and your life transformation, even in weight loss.